Hey, everybody. What's going on? It's Friday afternoon. Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Smile on my face because I can't wait for this weekend. Looking forward to it. Uh, I do want to mention, of course, all of our great sponsors. Let me start off with these guys. Seven Mile Casino. Their website is sevenmilecasino.com. Alex, I had a conversation yesterday with our people at Seven Mile Casino. Mm -hmm. And the first thing they said to me was, we loved when you brought the great friends down to Sammy's restaurant and bar and had a dinner on one side. And then you guys all went and played blackjack, poker, whatever on the other side. It was great that you brought all those great friends down here. And I said, well, thanks. I said, I have a bigger idea for 2023. Oh, for Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, oh, man. boy, I, I got a big idea for 2023 and I pitched it on the spot and everybody from seven mile was like, that's freaking dope AF. In fact, those and then the you went, now you guys handle it. No, 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 uh, no. Actually, no. As a matter of fact, no, I didn't do that. I said, I want to handle this uh, one on my yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know what that means for uh, us. Don't yeah, you? That means me. No, I'm going to no. Anyway, listen. <laughs> All I want to say is this, as we come to the end of the year, it's so wonderful to have fantastic partners to work with. Seven Mile Casino has been that for us this year, and they will be that for us going forward into next year. And that's why I ask all great friends, if you're planning on playing blackjack, poker, table games in a smoke-free environment with the best location in San Diego County, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego, you don't have to schlep all the way out east. With Sammy's Wood Fire Pizza, which is Sammy's restaurant and bar, right there inside the casino. It's the best place to play in San Diego. And I just want to caution everybody. If any problems of any kind with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. But Seven Mile Casino is our place. It should be your place. Great friends, we play at Seven Mile Casino. We win at Seven Mile Casino. All right, let me keep moving on. Today's Friday. I want to talk about Tory Holistics. I stopped by Tory Holistics yesterday afternoon to visit with the whole staff, say hello, see what's going on. I love walking into the store and talking to the bud tenders and saying, hey, look, I have a friend who cannot sleep. This person gets to sleep, wakes up, can't get back to sleep, and the night is ruined and then walks around the next day like a zombie. What's the strongest thing you have in the store to, to really help put somebody to sleep. And I want holistic. I don't want medication. I don't want prescription pills from a doctor. I want something more holistic. I bought a product yesterday. In fact, I should get it. I should pull it out right here. But I got this product yesterday that is supposed to be the strongest sleep aid you can find in Tory Holistic. So I'll, I'll give you a heads up on Monday how things go. Tory Holistic Here's the is deals. in Sorrento Valley. Oh, you got some good deals? For the go weekend. For the weekend. There you go. Buy two Lost Farm chews or gummies and get gummies for a dollar Friday through Sunday. Oh, nice. Oh, wait a second. While you put that on the screen, I went and grabbed my bag. Mm -hmm. Take a look at this, man. Um, let me see where the sleep stuff is. Oh, here it is right here. Take a look at this. This is called Deep Sleep. It was $35 um, after our discount. Obviously, we got 20% off by using the promo code HOLIDAYS. This is supposed to be the bomb. I don't know yet, but I'll... And by the way... Did you get some heavy. of that That stuff? Which stuff? From the farmers? Oh, the, uh, not yet, because uh, Ruthie wasn't in yesterday. Oh, okay. But okay. Uh, check out our podcast, Holistics Highlights. You can get it anywhere. Uh, you get your audio podcast and here on YouTube as well. All right, let me keep rolling. Um, Penske San Diego, PenskeSanDiego.com. For this one, Alex, go yeah. ahead, man. You you just bought through Penske, <laughs> so you talk about these guys. You just let me do the ads. I have to buy yeah, from everybody it. here. Um, uh, Penske San Diego, I went to uh, Acura of Escondido. 
Uh, if you're going to Acura of Escondido, talk to Craig, but it was so easy. Honestly, like I'm not saying this. I've never faked anything. I, it was the easiest time I've ever had buying a car. And it made me feel like I was in, like I was doing something wrong. But I literally got everything I wanted. And it was through Penske San Diego, Acura of Escondido. And yesterday, Scott cruised around for a while. I was like, let me see what this car is about. What did I buy? Mm -hmm. And I love yeah. it. I love it. It's okay. West Coast Elite here. Kind of luxurious. It's yeah. got all the, it's got so much stuff, dude. So going from a Honda to this, it, it's got everything. It's crazy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, nine brands, Acura, Audi, BMW, Honda, Lexus, Mini, Mazda, Mercedes, and Toyota, 12 dealerships. You can shop online, PenskeSanDiego.com, PenskeSanDiego.com. Um, and the last thing I want to mention, everybody, is uh, ride one up e-bikes. Because as we're talking about transportation, what Alex did was he had two cars. He went down to one car, might as well save some money and have a nicer car. And he got an e-bike from Ride One Up e-bikes. So rideoneup.co slash great friends. If you are thinking about an e-bike, your child, yourself, you and your spouse, you and your girlfriend, you and your boyfriend, whatever the case may be, you can't have one, you gotta have two. Rideoneup.co slash great friends. If you go to this landing page, you'll find out that there are a whole bunch of deals right now on these Ride One Up e-bikes because it's the Christmas holiday season and they want to sell as many as they can. And if you use our promo code great friends, you save an additional $50. So great friends, go to this website, ride the number one, rideoneup.co slash great friends. And our promo code is great friends. You're saving money. You're having fun. You're out there enjoying the fresh air. You're getting yourself some exercise. You're saving money on parking. You don't need two cars, blah, blah, blah. You're going to love it. Rideoneup.co slash great friends. Let's start the show. Hey, guys. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Let me just do it right here. Right at the very, very, very top of the show. Just getting on the air. It's Friday. Friday. What, Browner? I don't. Oh, okay. We should have a Browner cam. At no, all time. No, I know. <laughs> no all don't right. do that to me. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't so people that. can see the faces that you make no, off camera. Uh -uh. We'll but put it real small so people can't tell. <laughs> well, what can I tell you? It's Friday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And we're coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. I don't know if you got plans yet this weekend, but 7 Mile Casino is a great place to start your weekend off because you got blackjack and poker on one side. You got Sammy's Restaurant Bar, which is Sammy's Wood Fire Pizza. Everybody knows that brand. And um, it's really convenient, nice and close, just a few minutes south of downtown San Diego. And it's just a much better location. It's a smoke-free environment. And that's the place to play. So I don't know what you got going on this weekend, but if you're looking for something fun to do, 7 Mile Casino, 7milecasino.com is a website. And as always, if you got any problems related to gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, we're on the airwaves of 1090. We're on the stream of YouTube. We're on all the different audio podcast platforms. Yeah, we're on cable TV coming up tonight. And it's Friday afternoon, and I'm going to tell you guys something right now, that last night I decided, you know, I'm going to put time into the Raiders and the Rams. And in about the third quarter of that game, I mean, look, I was already fascinated that Baker Mayfield came into the game. I figured he probably would because the Rams really don't have anything to play for. And my initial thought was, let Baker Mayfield take the beat down. 
because we got no offensive line. We got no playmakers. We got no running game of any sort whatsoever. You figure on the other side, the Raiders, who I just saw their defense destroy the Chargers, and they were all over Justin Herbert. I'm thinking from a Rams perspective, they're like, look, Stafford's hurt. We like John Wolford. He's not a long-term solution at backup quarterback, but he's been around here a long time, and every time the guy gets on the field, he gets hurt. So we 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 know what's going to happen when he plays. So who cares? what If Baker Mayfield falls flat on his face, doesn't complete one pass, who cares? We've lost six straight games. Our season is a complete disaster. Everybody understands what's happened to our club from Super Bowl champs to everybody's hurt. I mean, listen, you think Aaron Donald is really hurt right now? Aaron Donald's not playing because he's like, why put miles on the tires? So I decide I'm going to put a little bit of time last night into the Rams and the Raiders. But at some point in the game, I get a little bored because I start to feel like I'm watching. Well, yeah, but I, but I start to feel like I'm watching a preseason game. Like the Rams don't play anybody during the preseason. So you weren't going to see Aaron Donald. You weren't going to see Matthew Stafford. You weren't going to see Cooper Cup. So the Rams don't play anybody in the preseason. And the Raiders look like a team that had a new coach and needed to play their guys. And they got a new wide receiver and they need to get everybody on the same page. I literally felt like I was watching a preseason football game last night. And I turned it off for a little while. And then I came back at the exact right time. You ever get to an NBA basketball game? It's 101, 101, and there's 1.2 seconds to go in the game. And you're like, showed up at the right time. That was me. I showed up just as Baker Mayfield and the Rams were about to go on their game-winning drive. I got to see Baker Mayfield lead a 98-yard drive with the Raiders creating ridiculous penalties throughout the drive to keep it alive. And I saw Baker Mayfield last night, one of the, the most maligned, never use that word, maligned quarterbacks in the NFL who just got cut a week ago, who showed up early this week, who had one day go on the field and play one of the better games that I've seen him play, certainly this season, and maybe in quite some time. And I don't even know who to give the credit to. Do I credit Baker Mayfield because he showed a lot of poise and professionalism? Do I do I credit the offensive staff of the Rams for getting this kid prepared enough to play? Do I credit the receivers for making plays for this guy? I mean, I, I, I got to say, honestly, that was one of the most remarkable things I've seen in a really long time. A quarterback has one day of preparation with a new team, doesn't even know these guys. It happens. It happens a lot. Offensive linemen come in. They're like, hey, I got here on Thursday. I'm playing on Sunday. But a quarterback and leads a game-winning drive against a team that thinks maybe they still have a shot at the playoffs? Pretty crazy. All right, I'm rambling. Get me out of here. What's going on, Alex? What would you think about that last night? Uh, I think that you forgot to mention who you should thank the most, and that's the Raiders. The Raiders are awful. And it was weird for me. I was watching the fourth quarter. It was 16. What was it? 16-3. And I was watching that whole. I watched the whole fourth quarter. And I found myself. I'm rooting for Derek Carr. I think the dude is a great guy. And I just don't want him to be as awful as he was last night. Like, I don't want him to cry again. You know? But then, somehow, I don't know why. I found myself rooting for Baker Mayfield. (laughs) And I don't know why. You know, like I think he got a raw deal in Cleveland. I really do. I think that the dude played through an injury and he got treated as he got treated not like he was playing through injury, but he got treated like he's dog poop. Mm -hmm. And then the whole Watson thing. And in Carolina, that was never going to work. They needed him to do way too much on a team that's terrible. 
But for whatever reason, I found myself rooting for both teams. But last night in the fourth quarter, I was rooting hard for Baker. I was like, just look decent, dude. And I don't know why. What do I care? You know, Rams season's done. Baker's on his last leg. And uh, it was it. And I was actually texting my buddies. I was like, when it when they got 16-10 and they got the ball back and they had to go like 97 yards or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I was like, they're going to do this. I don't know why. I was like, it's Hollywood. It's LA. It's Al Michaels. He's going to do this. And of course, it's a charger that messes it up for the Raiders. The stupid penalty. Jerry Tillery, who just knocks the ball out, delay a game, whatever they called. Of course, it's a charger to do this. And it was incredible to watch, man. Like for a game that meant nothing. Very entertained that fourth quarter. Yeah, I know. I know. But I think you, number one, number one thank mm-hmm. list yeah. is the Raiders. Mm. See, um, Al Michaels even seemed uh, like he was enjoying the broadcast last night. Perhaps it's because Uncle Big Al didn't have to fly anywhere. Yeah. Perhaps it was because he could Beverly just, Hills. Right. Get a limo home. Yeah. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, like you said, I think Al, who's been pretty upset about the crappy games that he's been calling this year, <laughs> I think Al is um, was happy that there was that Hollywoodish storyline yeah. to go with it. You know, how Proud you go. You, uh, from Sunday night football where you get to flex in the best games yep. to the island that is Thursday night football of just awful greed. <laughs> well, who greed, greed on whose part? That. Greed Money. on whose part? All parties involved. Those are not good games. None of them yeah, are good games. No, no, no. But but you can't. No, no. Blame I'm saying Al for Michaels. Al Michaels. No, no you I can't mean, blame NBC Al. Let him go. Right. NBC was like, no, we we signed Tarico. We're ready to make the transition now. You know, so it's not like I mean, Al's Al like took, Al took the check. That's for sure. But I mean, well, he didn't leave why wouldn't he? Purpo- he didn't leave purposely from NBC. Right. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't think I don't think you put greed on Al. You don't say Al's greedy. That's why Al left NBC for Amazon. If you unemploy somebody, offer you a job, you take the job. Yeah, right. But Al, right, that's just, that's what happened. All so, I, my my comment was that sucks for Al going from these great Sunday football games to, you know, Jaguars, Colts. All these games have been <laughs> terrible. Last oh. night was terrible. I will tell you this: the only though, good one was Chiefs Chargers week week two. Ironically. Mm-hmm. What we saw last night was why you don't play to win. You play to lose. Whenever you go to do what Josh McDaniel does, you play to lose. Don't get conservative. That team had nothing last night. They had nothing. When they got that touchdown, they got that rushing touchdown, they felt good about themselves. Like, okay, wait a minute. We're starting to find ourselves. We're starting to find our footing. And because the Raiders going Raider, which, you know, they were on the roll, but... What does that mean? You go... They're they're driving down the you're you're driving you're driving you get a penalty, okay. You, it, they still got a long way to go. They got no timeouts. How about you Spironic's don't go one on one? Sporonic, great catch. But you, couple of them on a, on a drive like that, you're gonna get somebody who makes the catch because to, to for that to happen, somebody needs to do something like that. When you get down to the end, Van Jefferson mm-hmm. had been making plays. Why would you single cover him? Why? No help over the top. The only way they can beat you at this point is by cuts. Don't give them a big chunk. And they won the, They won on that last drive on three big chunks. The stupid penalty, the mm-hmm. Spironic catch, then the Van Jones catch, Van Jefferson catch. That's how they lost. That's a coaching situation. That's a coaching the pen, situation. The penalty was stupid, too. I mean, that, the penalty that extended was the drive. Massively dumb. Yeah. Didn't they have two penalties, though? They had yeah. the one where, where Baker threw the interception. Mm-hmm. There was a, was a, a pass interference. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was the one where Baker gets sacked. 
right. he gets up, he's holding the ball and Tillery knocks it out of his hands mm-hmm. when the clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. And so Tillery gets that one. And then because the game point, started. Brian, go ahead. Sorry. Well, just to your point, I mean, there were and there were some really great plays made by the wide yes. receiving core, which yes. which when you think about it, there's no Cooper Cup. There's no Allen Robinson. Um, here comes Van Jefferson and here comes this kid. Skoronic. Skoronic. Yeah. Skoronic. Just make him. This, and it started make... off as a game that looked like it was going to be very lopsided. You know, yes, Devontae makes this amazing catch on Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Jalen, even the guy that talks the most trash, even he was like, all right. I mean, what do you want me to do on that one? This is the, this and, is the catch down the sideline you're talking about? Yeah. And yeah. then they score and the, they score on their first drive. And then it looks like the Raiders just have no idea what they're doing, yeah. what they're doing whatsoever. With an yeah. offensive coach, with an offensive yeah. coach, you should have never looked that bad. No, I saw a video on TikTok. I don't know where it came from of Devonte Adams doing like this on the field at the practice talking mm-hmm. about how, yo man, if you play for Josh McDaniels, you cannot be stupid. Like this dude, this scheme, this offense, like you can't bring a guy in on Monday and play on Sunday. Like you just won't get it. And that to me, it might be the oh, problem. Oh, that's cute. But sometimes you got to pull it back, man. Like oh. football at the, at its core should not be that difficult. No. Schemes it, it, and and plays and such, but you. But it's exactly what you're saying, though. You, you're saying to me, "Hey, don't credit Baker Mayfield. Don't credit Sean McVay and the offensive staff of the Rams. Don't credit the offensive line who has been beat up all season long, or the receivers who haven't made plays. Don't give those guys credit. Give credit to the Raiders for raidering. But the thing is, is that McVay talking into Baker Mayfield's helmet, and Mayfield having to go to his 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 you know wristband and know what the plays are and then to have to call them communicate yeah. them think and process you, what the hell's going on here yeah did you and, see in the two minute drive yeah. the center was telling baker what to do mm. did you notice that like not really so, I, so like the center would like get in his face tell him something and then line up uh-huh. or it was i don't know if it was the center or a lineman but a lineman was getting in his face mm-hmm. in between every you know when they caught the ball and the clock was moving the center would get in his face and then run into the line. Well, listen, the, the, and I'm Baker sure May- the playbook that McVay had just got dumbed down completely. I'm sure. Baker Mayfield, yeah. Baker Mayfield deserves all the credit in the world for last night. I don't yeah. want to take anything mm-hmm. away from him because what yeah. he did was spectacular. I'll start there. But a lot, Rangers. yeah, <laughs> but a lot went into that. Like he just mm-hmm. said, what Sean McVay and his coaching staff was able to do to put that thing in a situation where he could be comfortable even going out there yeah. with the offensive line helping him through the process, these wide receivers doing their job. But again, you don't get that if the Raiders don't just absolutely let go of the rope because they thought yeah. the game was and over because they had you guys, no timeouts and 97 yards to go. And mm-hmm. I know, I don't remember which one of you like didn't buy what I was selling with, if anyone can fix Baker, it's Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. And even more to that point, I still truly believe that. And by fix, I'm not telling you elite level, all, all pro. I'm just telling you, Get the most out of him. I think Sean McVay is the only guy that I think remaining. Well, but what? I, but mm, to go along with that is is this, and this is a character flaw in Baker. If Baker doesn't like his coach, you can tell right away. He yeah. loved Freddie Kitchens, and that was mm-hmm. when he was statistically at his best. Statistically, Freddie he Kitchens did not like Baker Mayfield. Told him to he did do not that. like Stefanski, and he. Well, I don't even know who the hell. There was pushback. Matt well, Rule, but but, but here's the thing. There, your your point Rule, is well, your point is well made though. That here's the thing about McVay. When when Baker Mayfield comes into the NFL, he's a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, he's a number one overall pick. 
and he's a guy who's got some some attitude you know so freddie kitchens is a nobody in the coaching world um kevin stefanski is a nobody in the coaching world sorry coach um matt rule in carolina was a nobody in the coaching world now when you show up to the rams as down as they are and as bad as the season's been here's the reality when you walk into that locker room aaron donald is your leader Jalen Ramsey got an attitude on him, okay, but they got Super Bowl rings, these guys. And on the offensive side, even though Cooper Cup's not playing, he's sure. still, that's on his side, okay? And when you walk up into the coaching staff, the coach is a guy in the Chunky Soup commercials, and he's bigger than you. Matt Rule's smaller, Stefanski considered smaller. You understand what I'm saying? When he walks yeah. in, there's immediate respect for McVeigh for what he's accomplished. And the fact is Baker Mayfield hasn't had that sort of respect for any of his head coaches thus far. Mm-hmm. I just and think it seemed like Al I, Michaels told that story about the draft. They were both flying to India. They, they shared playing. a first class. Yeah. They, they talked for three hours. They get along. That matters with someone like Baker. And I call it a character flaw because it shouldn't, but it does for Baker Mayfield. And that's where he excels when he's comfortable with the person. And yeah, if you want to call it respect, sure. I agree. I just think that this is a relationship that could work. How much? I don't know, but it could well, work because well, but they hold both on. get along. But, but wait, remember earlier in the season we were talking about how Sean McVay may not want to stick around to deal with this. He may not have the patience. Can I address that? Yeah, but let me just say one thing. If Matthew Stafford retired and your starting quarterback next year was Baker Mayfield and he had the offseason to work with McVay, I'm not about to tell you that they're immediately going back to the Super Bowl. Hardly. What I am going to tell you, though, is is that rather than starting all over again with a rookie quarterback, yeah, you know, um, if more. you if you have a five year veteran who's already kind of gone through the highs and lows that Mayfield has gone through, I would think if I were Sean McVay, I would say that just took two or three years off the process. Mm-hmm. The crowd that's leading this chant of he may retire. I don't, I watched him last night. I don't see it. Who? He, he loves it too much. Oh, McVay. He loves it too much. He mm-hmm. utterly loves it entirely too much. It looks like he's he, having some the fun. The good yeah. and the bad. He loves the work. He loves the work of being a head coach. And that's really where the fun is. Yeah, everybody. Sunday happens for everybody. But if you don't enjoy the run-up to Sunday, you won't be great. He mm-hmm. enjoys the run-up to Sunday. So for me, I just – I don't see it. I see the yeah. energy. I see the passion. I don't see the the, – the, 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 oh, well, you know, this is – I think if I, it's I John Wolf, I think if it's John Wolford, Bryce Perkins, and a rookie, I, th- I don't see that. I actually think he got re-energized by Baker Mayfield. Whether I think you you're believe right. that or not, I genuinely no, think I, if Sean I, McVay I, got re-energized with Baker yeah. Mayfield. If he got yeah. the right rookie, if he got his pick of a rookie – Yeah, but they don't have a first-round pick. Right. And I never stopped him before. No, no. But I I actually think that this is just a guess. If I were Sean McVay, I'd actually rather have Baker Mayfield right now going into next season than I would a a rookie. I would rather rather have Baker Mayfield than any rookie he could get. Now, if I had my choice of rookies, I would choose one of the rookies. But if by the time they pick, I would rather have Baker Mayfield than anybody who would be also talking about a guy that got Jared Goff's Super Bowl. And I know Jared Goff has played better as of late, but this is a guy that got Jared Goff to the Super Bowl. Now, he played awful in the Super Bowl, but they were there. 
Yeah, but and also that was a different better, team. Though. I mean, that was a different that Jared Goff team was built on a lot more. Put it this way: they didn't pass the ball with Jared Goff the way they passed the ball with Matthew Stafford. That was a no. Balance I don't think they'll team. do that Literally, with Baker Mayfield either. Yeah, that's my point: is that he can have the ability to. It will to be do the Stafford. It, it will be the golf package. If they can get yeah. a Todd Gurley in there again, if they can, yeah. if they can have a healthy offensive line, they still have Aaron Donald. They still have Jalen Ramsey. They still have Bobby Wagner, who's still playing really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cooper Cup is coming back, and they'll figure out. They got to figure out a wide receiver too, because it's not Allen Robinson. So I just think of an off season of okay, we actually have to invest in youth here because fix the O line first. You have to you fix the O line. You have to get a running back. And if you if it's big, and obviously, dude, this is we're living in the moment of an yep. incredible comeback, mm-hmm. right? He like he could look awful next week. And, and by will. the way, by the way, we will all see it because they have back to back primetime games. Yeah, he next probably week will when when you complicate things. That's probably when he struggles. Well, but this was very simple for him to do last night. And by the way, he wasn't very good, and as expected, by the way, he wasn't right. very good until the last drive. Yeah, but he was better than Derek Carr, and Derek Carr just yeah, – I, I mean, I just can't believe it. And and the thing yeah. about it is, from a, from a Raider perspective, um, think about this for a second. Then we'll we'll hit this first break. So Monday we'll, we'll night right. next week in Green Bay. Right, right. Think about this for one quick second, though. The Raiders this year have lost to Jeff Saturday mm. in his first appearance as a head coach. And they haven't won since, by the way. No, no, they they won three games thereafter. The Colts haven't won since. No, Jeff Saturday oh, hasn't won. Excuse since. me. Pardon me. Pardon me. And then, and then they lost to Baker Mayfield, who had one day. And and I want to talk more about this whole notion of only having one day to prepare. We'll get there. Coming right back. Hey, um, want to say to everybody who's listening right now, uh, and everybody who's watching right now, if you're thinking this holiday season about an e-bike for your child for your girlfriend, for your wife. Maybe you're a married couple or a boyfriend-girlfriend combo and you want to get two. That's Rachel and I, when we bought them, we got two because you can't, you, you have to have equal power. That's the issue. Alex is finding out the hard way. His wife has commandeered his Ride One Up e-bike and he's still pedaling old school style. If you want to get out and enjoy the, the nice weather, you want to get some exercise, you want to use the e-bike for transportation because it's easier to park. I'm telling you right now, there's a million reasons why e-biking is so much fun, go to this website, rideoneup.co. Ride, the number one, rideoneup.co slash great friends. All the savings on all the models and then throw on an additional $50 in savings when you use our promo code great friends. Have fun this holiday season and enjoy Ride One Up e-bikes. If you're a great friend and you're thinking e-bikes, these are our partners. This is who we ask you to go see. Rideoneup.co slash great friends. More on this crazy story from last night in LA coming right back on Kaplan and Crew. Great friends, it's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're on the radio airwaves of 1090. We are on the stream of YouTube. By the way, we've been crushing it this week on YouTube. And I say it like that because, fellas, um, when we have big stories, you know, uh, we the numbers obviously shoot up. And this has been a crazy week because if you go back to last week, the Chargers losing to the Raiders and the video that we put out, and we just had a conversation on the air, but we put out this video about our, our conversation about Keenan Allen. That one, shout out to Toby and Rock and Wine Tours because Toby does a lot of work for us. Um, that one went shooting through the roof on YouTube. And then all the conversations, Mark Loretta, Chris Rose, even just the general conversation about the Padres and all these offseason moves, 
Alex, we, you say we've had a really nice week uh, out there on YouTube, on social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've gotten some big numbers this week, right? Yeah. And shout out to everybody that I think YouTube, it's a weird algorithm. I don't get it. But, you know, some, anytime a big breaking news hap- story happens mm-hmm. with Padres, we get we do really well here. Anytime something breaking happens with the Chargers, we do really well here. So shout out to YouTube's algorithm sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, sports fans in San Diego and beyond that uh, listen. Those clips are not watch. San Diego people. Those clips oh, no. are everywhere people. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. what happens is Toby's so smart. Toby will go and pick out a piece of the show, clip it. Then he'll write some clickbait kind of headlines. He'll come up with a funny picture. And then what he'll do is not only will he post it on YouTube. This is why you have to be a subscriber on YouTube, both to our clips page and our regular page, because when we put this stuff out, you get a push notification. But Toby will take this stuff. He'll go over to like Charger forums on uh, on Facebook and he'll just poke at these people, you know, to the point where they're like literally sending him death threats because he <laughs> posted a video of the three of us talking about Keenan Allen. It's ridiculous. It really is. Yeah. And I always me and Toby text every day about this stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I feel like he gets a kick out of his clickbait stuff sometimes. Yeah, he does. He loves it. Because I remember, like, I texted him, or we were talking about, I meant to text him because he put, Padre is interested in trading uh, for Xander Bogarts, but I was like, he's a free agent. That's just wrong. And I forgot to text him, and then he just posted it anyways. Mm -hmm. And people are like, you idiot. Bogarts (laughs) is a free agent. But but then if you watch the video, you see what we're talking about. But no one watches, you know what I mean? Like, they just, people react to what's in their face. Well, right. actually, that's kind of funny. That, that's yeah. actually kind of funny, though. Like making the mistake was just a mistake, but it leaving yeah. it is great because it just turns into reaction. So what's, what's um, cool about the Keenan video? That's the, the biggest one this week, right? So 97% of people that watch that video are yeah. not subscribed to this channel. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding me. No, that's uh, so that's through search. That's through that's through suggested posts. That's through whatever. How many views? What kind of numbers are we talking about? here? 11, 11,000. Yeah, pretty it's good. Not, it's, not, it's not huge, but no, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, I mean, we we're are not in the Mr. Seven Beast. Mile. No, we are not. <laughs> no, we're not. No. But we're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. He is not Seven Mile Casino and SevenMileCasino.com. Hey, I want to get back to this Baker Mayfield story last night. I mean, a real Hollywood NFL football story. I want to get back to the week that the Padres have had. I want to talk about the Heisman Trophy, which is coming up in the presentation tomorrow, and then all the games around the NFL this weekend. Before I do, Browner. I know you are very happy about your uh, brown man uh, sweatshirt, your new hoodie that's in our merch shop, a wise man Mm -hmm. once said. I take take tremendous pride in the one I'm wearing today, which is the one that I designed. Well, when I say designed, I mean, it's my phrase, if you will. Alex did all the design. I'm rocking the Hey King t-shirt today. So here's what I want to tell everybody who's listening. And uh, for those of you watching, you're seeing all this. If you are a great friend, and you are thinking about what can I get for somebody who loves the show for the holidays. It'd be great if you came in and bought some of the merch. And the reason I want you to buy the merch is because once you buy it, then you rock it. When you rock it, you are like a brand ambassador. You're out there on the streets. People come up to you like, ooh, where'd you get that Hey King t-shirt? You're like, oh, it's from Kaplan and Crew. Go to their website, kaplanandcrew.com. Or somebody says, ooh, cool Slay Queen t-shirt. And you're like, yeah, I got it here. You know, all your daughters want a Slay Queen t-shirt, just everybody. And then my favorite, which I have not yet bought, but a wise man once said. That's right. That brown or hoodie. I want that in gray. 
Come on, I Ames. want all the words in black, and Flames. I want to rock your face all over my shirt. Flames, flames again. Order that white crispy, y'all. Order that white. Crispy. So I got a, I got a caution. I have a story of caution. Okay. Say so what now? I have a story of caution. Caution. I have a bunch of Kaplan and Crew merch. You do, and every single thing has. Been... What's your slogan? Uh, I don't have a slogan. I'm just the architect of the show here. You know what I mean? So you don't get nothing. Mm-mm. I don't I need. Like, I feel like a Padiva shirt is in the making. Oh, a yeah. Padiva shirt is definitely going to happen. Yeah, Padiva. you're going to have to make that. I'm not going to make that. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, uh, all I your friends stuff. would buy it. I've bought stuff. I've bought hoodies. I've bought shirts, uh, hat, and it's all been fantastic. I got. But you, I have Padiva. added. On I have added premium options, mm-hmm. and what I mean premium is the quality would this premium, right? Mm-hmm. I bought a great friend's premium 2X hoodie. Okay. Figured premium, maybe a little snug because it's, you know, a little better quality. Mm -hmm. Got it in the mail this morning. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you guys a picture of how this premium hoodie fit me. 21 pounds down, by the way. No! <laughs> no! Wait a second. Wait a second. Bro. Wait a second. Hold Ow. up. Hold up. Hold up. What size is that supposed to be? This is a 2XL. And on the sticker, it said 2XL. On the label, it said 2XL. And then I, I look at the tag. It says premium XXL. And I was like, in what world? Did I order a youth? Like double XL? No, I don't know if this is a user me mistake or them mistake. This thing is a sports bra. Um, like that is the waist. <laughs> the waist does not move at all. Like, you know, like if you have a hood, I'm wearing one right now. The elastic at the bottom, like you, look yeah. how much I can stretch it right now. No problem. Yeah. Um, This one is like, a br- <laughs> you cannot move it. <laughs> so like the top, this, like my boobies fit. But the waist stops here, and it's just like there's no point to even try and bring All this right. down. I, I will buy that hoodie off of you, and hopefully it fits me. And if it doesn't fit me, it'll fit one of my daughters. I will because you can't return yeah. it, can you? Yeah, I can return it, but I don't. Oh. I, that's a pain in the ass. I don't want to return it. Wait oh. a minute, there's a there's a premium level to this thing. Yeah, I added premium to every, to all your stuff. Why is How about Browner? And then premium. Hold on, player. Hold on, hold up, player. Hold up. I would have premium, baby. I got the regular. Can I see the, if you go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com, and you click on the merch shop, mm-hmm. I, I want to see, Browner keeps telling everybody to get the white crispy, the hoodie, with because yeah. he wants every, he thinks it makes him look like he pops off more. I ain't got no premium option. Look the man holding me down. You, oh, I what happened, spend, Alex? Did you not I put a premium option up on this? 50 dollars on this sweater, and it ain't no. premium? Every time I, nothing. I'm trying to watch Brazil losing PKs over here, man. Oh, all right, all right. That's what just went out. I'm going to it right now. All right, here we go. All right, here it is right here. Oh, I don't um, have a premium. I'll put it right wow. here. Oh, wow. Wow. Browner. Wow. Yeah, Mr. Coastal yeah, Elite buys premium sports yeah, bras. Me. Yeah. He got That's a how... premium great friend sports bra. I can't even get a premium. Come on, bro. What That's we how doing they do. That's streets? how they do the brother. That's mm-hmm. how they do it. That's mm-hmm. how they do it. Yeah. I bet that Padiva get a premium. Oh, you know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start, gonna start working on that right now. All right. All right. Hey, uh, listen, um, if, if you're just getting with us, uh, hey, look, it's Friday afternoon. Hope everybody's got you know big weekend planned. Uh, a lot of fun. I mean, it's December now and we're into the holiday season. How about you guys? You guys got anything cooking? 
this weekend? Um, no, Mars gone, oh. so oh, I'm just nice. chilling. Yeah, yeah, it is nice. How about how about you, Big Brown? Or are we we're not allowed to know? There you go. You already know the answer to that question, dude. I have I such a weekend ahead of me. You you have no idea what I got going on well, this weekend with Rachel. I mean, well, I mean, first of all, I've got a buddy of mine who got married uh, in Italy and has been living in Italy for three months. Guy from San Diego had this dream of living in Italy for three months when his kids went off to college. That happened. He went to Italy. He got married, and now he's home. And so tonight we're having a dinner for the gentleman and his wife. And uh, so that's tonight. And then tomorrow morning, getting up early, going out to the desert because Rachel has friends who are having a holiday party that used to be in La Mesa every year, but the mom and dad moved out to the desert. So we're going out to the desert tomorrow morning. We'll be there all day. Then Sunday, I got to schlep nice. into LA to do a couple of things and then ho head home. So this is going to be a little bit of a hectic weekend coming up with holiday parties um, and a wedding and the whole thing. The only thing I got is I'm getting together with some boys on Sunday watching some NFL. It is the final week of fantasy football. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. regular season. Okay. I, I do want to get back to this Baker Mayfield story. I need a picture of your face. I don't have any pictures of you. I just realized that. You I'm not putting a Padiva shirt on the store. So you do don't it, even man. waste your time. Why not? not Padiva's hilarious. Padiva's hysterical. Padiva's great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need my face all around people's chest like Browner. I'm I'm golden. It ain't about yeah. you. It's about yeah, it's the, about the it's show. It's about the, it's about the show, bro. What you yeah, mean? Bruh. Yeah, bro. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. What? Look he's a Padiva. He's a Padiva. Yeah. Going diva. Don't even send nobody a picture. Yeah. yeah. We maybe we should do a before and after. Padilla over here. And then Padiva's 20 pounds lighter. And you can actually see the difference. I'm just gonna get a picture off the internet. It's like, yeah, it just do matter. it. Just yeah, do it. And and for? in fact, you know what you should do, Alex? Can you put up on the screen for one moment the picture of you and your sports bra? Yeah. Your great friend sports bra. That oh, yeah, is no, a, no, see, no, no that's Brown, a great I gotta one. Gotta go get that one now. No, that's a great one, Browner. <laughs> if you can get this one, I gotta get that screenshot right. It's too blurry. I know. Oh, I know. My God. Wait a second. I Am I don't understand this? Oh, this is oh, incredible. This is oh, incredible. We have to talk oh, about this. We have to talk about God. this. This is incredible. I don't know. So, wow. So we wow. today we were recording the podcast kind of early today because uh just got so much going on and need need the time in the day we were recording the podcast early today while we're recording the podcast i know i'm watching and i know alex is watching croatia play brazil in the world cup and brazil just got now this is at the time of recording so for those of wow. you later in the afternoon that are listening on radio dude uh brazil just got knocked out of the world cup how, put that That's in perspective crazy. for me and browner and for everybody that doesn't really understand how big this yeah. is Croatia. I mean, people. I'm not joking. They sh they're showing the crowd, and grown yeah. men. I'm not BSing you at all. Grown men are crying and like on each other's shoulders. Was was Brazil like a massive, massive, massive. crazy, massive? This is like favorite. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, a comparable thing right now. Uh, Georgia losing to like Utah or something like that in the in, yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Like everyone expects Georgia to win, a lot of people are expecting Brazil to win, and Croatia, who they, to their credit, they were in the final in 2018, so they're not some mm -hmm. like little. Croatia's always good in the World Cup somehow, some mm -hmm. way, but Brazil this year, everybody was like, this is the year they bring that trophy back to Brazil, and they like just there's a fire in the streets in penalties. They so the, the game went how long? 115 minutes or something 120 like that. 120 minutes goes to penalty kicks. Brazil missed two penalties. 
Did Croatia, one this is saved, their, didn't they? Didn't one, one get saved? The first saved? one got saved, and the fourth attempt got hit the uh, he hit the post. Yeah. This is Croatia's second victory in the knockout stages and penalties. They beat Japan in penalties to advance here, and now they advance to the semifinals, I believe. Okay. Wow. And Brazil's Brazil's biggest star is that Neymar. Yes. Okay. And so, yeah. and he scored the goal for these guys, right? Scored the goal for him in extra time. Uh-huh. Croatia scores in the second extra time, uh, about the 116th minute to even force penalty kicks, and they mm-hmm. lose in penalty kicks. And by the time people watch this, we'll know who won, but they will, Croatia will now take on either Argentina or Netherlands. So when your boy uh, was on on Tuesday, we were talking about Brazil, Argentina, how it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Croatia, dude. Yeah. My boy, Mark Rogandino. Yeah. It's got interesting because yeah. I think wow. Croatia is defensively, they are so sound that whoever advances between Netherlands or Argentina, they have a tough time, a tough time scoring on these guys. Because if Brazil didn't score, because Brazil scores a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. they won 4-1 in their last game. So I just think it's really funny that when we were watching this, Browner. yeah, when we were watching this, Browner was like, wait, hold up. You guys are still watching this? And Alex, mm-hmm. you had a very funny line, something to the effect of like, yeah, this is, I don't know how you said it, but the amateurs are now gone. Now it's like the real fans. <laughs> yeah, the amateurs are gone. This is good stuff now. This is the good wow. stuff now. Like, know, listen, like, listen. I mean, look, no disrespect. United States, Mexico, Senegal, but the, the big boys are playing now, okay? Wow. Croatia knocks out Brazil. Amazing. Big story. Big deal. Browner has Huge no deal. interest. No interest at all. Worldwide. Oh, I'm Worldwide. watching. I'm watching like people hug each other and kiss each other on their cheeks. Yeah. Okay. Soccer players are, are not are not opposed to a little kiss on the cheek. Yeah. I'm not opposed either. I kiss a guy right on his cheek. I don't care. I grew up giving like as a kid, it was it's the Mexican where you give your uncles a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, yeah totally. Kiss on the cheek. Totally. Yeah. Even now, like um just the other day, uh I had lunch with two buddies of mine who I hadn't seen in a while. Both of them stood up when I got there. I hugged them both and I kissed them both on the cheek. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I've, 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 uh, moved away from the, the male kiss on the cheek, but now all my aunts, grandma, they all get a kiss on the cheek still. I had an aunt, um, aunt Evelyn and, um, she, uh, she would grab your face and she would like kiss you on the lips. And these, we, you know, we were all kind of little kids at the time and it was me and all my cousins. I know you're making that face. Like I know who wants to kiss their aunt on the lips. And she was an old lady by this time. Isn't that a, isn't that a saying? It's like kissing your aunt. Uh, kissing your sister is like a tie, oh, okay. isn't that what it is? Oh, like okay. if if two teams tie, it's like kissing your sister. Okay, you know, Padiva I never like kissing your aunt. Yeah, well, kissing your aunt. My aunt used to like grab me by the face, and she would go, "Hello, Bubba, hello," and then she would kiss me on the lips. <laughs> and my cousins were all like disgusted. My three guy cousins, they were all yeah. like disgusted. So then I would say to them, "I go, watch what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give her a kiss right back." And so, like, I would literally, just to make my cousins laugh, I would not try and put, pull back from the ant kiss. I would go all in on the ant kiss. And my cousins would just be dying laughing because I was kissing my aunt. Like, not like I didn't tongue her or anything, but like, <laughs> it was not like I was opposed to it, is what I'm getting at. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Sometimes you just got to stop before you get to the punchline. I know. Uh, I've never understood the the kiss on the mouth to a family member i've never mm-hmm. understood that i know people do it i don't get it never got it it's a cultural thing maybe but is it a white person thing i don't think so because i see I like doesn't so. brady i saw brady like kiss his like 12 year old son in the mouth. i was like that's just just weird it's just weird yeah all right anyway 
I think so. I mean, that's why I said. I mean, I mean you were going to French your aunt, but no, I wasn't Frenching her. It's Sounds just like that you would have. You were down it's, to. Well, yeah. Well, it's not that I even wanted to. It's just that I wanted to make my cousins <laughs> laugh. You know what I mean? So really, sure, wasn't let's about, go with that. It wasn't like that. I wanted to make out with her. It wasn't. She was like eighty and not hot that. at all. She wasn't yeah, like some right. eighty-year-old. I wasn't like twelve. Going, dude, my aunt's hot for eighty. No one's like for a laugh can get you with some. Hey, you know what? For eighty, she looks live, man. For eighty, she's got it. <laughs> she still got the fastball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, let's let let's do this. A couple things I want to make sure we talk about today, um, and we do get out of here pretty early on Fridays. A couple things I know I want to talk about. I want to try and get into the Heisman Trophy a little bit. Um, I definitely want to get into what the Padres accomplished this week. So we'll get there in a minute. I still want to get back to Baker Mayfield and this Hollywood ending. But Alex, you just said this weekend is the last weekend of fantasy football. Can you yes. put up on the screen for everybody? Here's the games upcoming this weekend around the NFL. We saw last night the Rams, this miraculous win against the Raiders, even though it's against the Raiders. Uh, any games out here on the schedule this week that you guys really like? Um, what do you think? Anybody? I mean, Alex, I, listen, my Detroit Lions against your Minnesota Vikings, pretty good. Yeah, I think the Lions probably probably win this one. This will be sneak up on the on the Vikings here. I think the game of the week is Chargers Dolphins. Herbert versus Tua. Winner gets crowned best quarterback of the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just the rules. I don't make them. And then you got, uh, I think Niners Bucks is very interesting. I think Niners, but what are the Niners now that there's tape on Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, and mm-hmm. what the hell are the Bucks? Can they figure it out? I think that's a very interesting game. I think the I think the second most interesting game actually is Jets Bills. I like the Jets Bills too because this if, is a separator. Because if the Jets don't win this game, they're not for real. But this is a, this is a statement game for the Jets, and I want to see if they can really uh, uh, see if Mike White got it or not. Don't sleep on Giants Eagles either. I know NFC. I know everybody's eh. everybody here hates the NFC East, myself included. Those are two top NFC teams. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah, I'm also keeping an eye on Baltimore Pittsburgh, which is not a sexy no game Lamar at all, Jackson. but no Lamar Jackson. So, you know, so if Baltimore were to fall, it it could start to really mess with the playoff picture because Cleveland is playing Cincinnati and Cincinnati is on Baltimore's heels and Baltimore doesn't have Lamar and Cincinnati has all of a sudden gotten hot. So but I know you have the Sean Watson with a week full of practice now, which and a game under his belt. And he, right. and he, I, I got to think from game one with 700 plus days off and a year and a half of football off to game two, we got to see major improvement. And by the He'll way, be better. Yeah. if he doesn't improve, ugh, it's just going to make my boy Alex and this whole Cleveland coaching staff look so bad. And the whole organization looks so bad that they Baker Mayfield two years ago when he was playing for Cleveland, he should have stopped playing when he was hurt. But he tried to play through injury, and on one hand, it was selfish on his part. On the other hand, it was irresponsible on their part for not just benching him. No, dude, you can't play. You're hurt. 75% of you is not better than 100% of the guy behind you. Case Keenum at the time. Um, I'm going to throw a stat out, and you guys are going to be like, what? That's not right. The Browns are 8-1 and against the Bengals in their last nine games. Wow. Did not know that. Five in a row. Yeah, I know they beat him earlier in the season, as Mm -hmm. I recall. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, um, lots more to still get to the Hollywood ending last night in the Rams Raiders game. We'll get back to that. But coming up next, the Padres have had one hell of a week, haven't they? And and Hello. it's it's funny because um, I saw somebody yesterday putting out like these pictures next Padres signing. And they had a picture of Lionel Messi in a <laughs> Padres uniform, you know, like they've gotten everybody else. Why yeah. not go out and get Messi, too? So I want to talk about the Padres and what they accomplished this week and what might still be happening 
at the Padres. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Stick around. Padres, let's get to it next. Hey, guys, just breaking in for one quick minute here. Just to remind everybody, take a look today, the Hey King t-shirt, okay? If you're a great friend, and especially if you have kids, and especially if you have daughters, and they butter you up, they may hit you up with the Hey King. Hey King is like, I, I once I hear Hey King, that's it. I'm like melted. So the Hey King t-shirts, the Slay Queen t-shirts, the new Browner, a wise man once said, all the cool merch that we have um, is available for you on our website, Cap and crew.com. If you're a great friend this holiday season, this is a great gift for a great friend. And uh, when we do the boat trip on December 17th, which is next Saturday, which, uh oh, all of a sudden I looked ahead at the weather because oh Louis, Louis sent me the weather and he's like, dude, it looks like rain and cold. I don't know, man. But all of our cool merch is there. And if you're a great friend, I want you to buy it because it helps the show a little bit. I'm not making a lot of money. Trust me. Um, we make a lot more money if we kind of brought in inventory and we ship it. We don't have the manpower for that. Make a little tiny bit of money. But what we really want you to do is buy it so that you can rock it, so that you can brand ambassador for the show. Can you hook a brother up? Kaplanandcrew.com and uh, make sure you buy that, that merch. Hey, uh, shout out to my man, Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. Obviously, a lot's changed in the housing world, um, in the real estate world. But Gary can help you out and he can lend you some strong opinions and he can show you how home ownership is possible, even in this time where rates have gone up, but prices have come down, competition has come down. There's a lot of different loans out there. So don't think to yourself, I can't. Think to yourself, let me talk to Gary Cooper and see if I can. You know, 858 376 1299, 858 376 1299 for Gary Cooper. And the last thing I want to mention, everybody is I Thrive MD. I said yesterday to Dr. Maxey on the show, I'm ready. And I am. I am ready to go. Um, and I said, when? ASAP. As soon as possible. As soon as I can get down there, I will go and I will do this because Alex has been on it. He's lost over 20 pounds. It's insanity that I, this morning I'm on my Peloton. I'm working out. I'm sweating my ass off. But I know what's going to happen the rest of the day. I mean, I'm going to eat whatever I want tonight. I've got a party that I got to go to tomorrow. I'm going to a holiday party. I'm going to eat. I'm going to drink like an animal. And then I'm going to complain about how fat and disgusting I am. I don't have to. You don't have to go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com. Click on iThrive. Learn about iThrive Lean. Alex has lost 20 pounds in 12 weeks and you're getting a great deal on it. I mean, the first two months you're saving $200 per month. And you can eat and you can drink and you can do what you normally do and you don't have to change your lifestyle and you can lose weight in December, in January, in February. You can do it. We can do it. I Thrive MD, 858-240-1497, 858-240-1497. All right, let's get back to the show. Great friends, Friday afternoon, Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios on the airwaves of 1090 on the stream of YouTube all the different audio podcast platforms, Cox, your view channel Four San Diego tonight. And you can get us on every social platform. Uh, you can get us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, cited, you name it. We're out there. We're about the easiest people on the planet to find. It's Friday afternoon. Grande Brown, man, before we get into the Padres real quickly, it's been a big week for our man, Alex. In fact, you know what, Brown, it's been a really big quarter for our man, Alex. Not only did he get married, Mm-hmm. Not only did he celebrate one year of being a homeowner, mm-hmm. not only did he go coastal elite and fly first class on his way back from Thanksgiving, 
But you know, my man here got himself a new rig this Her. week as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's different, man. He's different now. He yeah. different. Browner, is this Coastal Elite? Well, I, I, it's not new, but I've never had it in my car. My seat both cools and heats now. Well, you know, is that like level or like what is Coastal Elite in a car? I can tell you this: I don't Big have seat warmers. Spring. I don't have seat warmers or seat coolers in my car. Well, listen, let's let's put the heat cooler seater thing in a different. I got heaters in my car in the seat. That's not you do? okay. I got it. Well, I got a cooling now. Cooling, cooling's a different story. <laughs> I can heat. I can heat my 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 car has. <laughs> you can heat your own seat. Fart <laughs> it up. Fart up the storm. Uh, you know. Yeah, I got one of them sunroofs that goes from the front all the way to the back. Now that's mm-hmm. bomb. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. That's fire. I got. I don't have a touch screen. I have a touch pad on my car. What's the difference? Touch pad. So yeah, like, what does that mean? It's on the center. So the center consoles. It goes. It's a big screen. It goes all the way down. Mm-hmm. And then on the in the middle, there's like a like. Like on your laptop, there's a square. Yeah. Yeah. I have one of those in my car. Oh my God. This car. What did you buy? What was this car? An Acura RDX four wheel drive. R- I can go to the snow oh. without chains. You ain't going wow. to the snow. You know, it's, yeah, it, it has, is. it has a, oh, Browner, how about it has a dynamic adjustment? So as there's a knob on the car and I could turn it right now, I'm in, I'm in a casual mode or comfortable mm-hmm. mode. If I turn yeah. it to the right, I go sport. If I go all the way to the right, it goes like hyperspeed, like insano mm-hmm. mode. If I go all the yeah. way to the left, like back goes, to the future fast. Yeah. And it goes all the way. If I go all the way to the left, I can go on the snow. So all four wheels can like get me through the snow. Let me ask a question hey, about all these options. How often will you use them? Never. Okay. Yeah. But I will say this. I use them I in a think... test drive and that's probably the last <laughs> time I'll use it. I, I do think there's a, uh, there's a mammoth couple of days in our future this winter where we drive up to mammoth and we broadcast from Rachel's drive. place. Yeah, I'm not flying. Ain't that far? It, no, it's like seven hours. I mean, flying's about an hour. You can fly from Carlsbad to Mammoth and land in Mammoth. Um, does JSX the go flights, there? What's up? Is it is that JSX? Is that what goes there? What no, airline it's, goes it's there? Called, it's called. I don't want to say the name of the airline oh, okay. on the air. Okay. But um, oh, what you got beef with oh, them? No, no beef. It's just they don't pay for it. Screw them. Yeah. You know what Facts. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. So. So here's the thing. You can fly up there for like round trip, like 350 when you're getting a good deal, 500 when it's a little more expensive. But I mean, it definitely saves you a ton of time, you know? And when you start to figure out the gas, although gas prices have come way down, but I could see, I could see taking that car up to Mammoth for a couple of days. Um, I'm actually thinking about doing a little mini. So we're off the last week of the season or the year where I'm thinking about doing some sort of like, drive up the coast of california uh nice. i'm gonna be in oxnard for christmas might drive through santa barbara elite, might camp in pismo might visit cousin yeah. nancy this guy man I'm might hit up tahoe make my way back oh, down dude oh, come man. come by in mammoth we'll be there we'll be in mammoth if you want to come by yeah we'll see anyway but, all right that's well, not listen, coastal hey. that's inland no no but he's he's gonna go up the coast he said but then go to mammoth that's inland oh it's gonna be a long drive but it's his new car he's breaking it in oh ain't that much uh, breaking in so Alex just got a new car from Penske San Diego. You can shop on their website, PenskeSanDiego.com, P-E-N-S-K-E, PenskeSanDiego.com. They've got 12 dealerships. They've got nine brands, Acura, which Alex just bought, Acura of Escondido, Audi, BMW, Honda, Lexus, Mini, Mazda. You know, I bought three cars from Mazda of Escondido, Mercedes, and Toyota, nine brands, 12 stores, and a website that will save you a blank ton of time. 
Penske yeah. San Diego. Penske San Diego. And if you go to Acura Escondido, the general manager mm-hmm. Craig is a big F1 fan. You could have a nice conversation about that, like I did with him. Or let me just throw out another thing. You told me the other day that Craig is a longtime great friend. Is that right? Yeah. How about that? So about if you're that? a great friend and Craig's a great friend, you know the Great Friends Network works for everybody. He gets to sell a car, you get a great deal. Let's do a beautiful thing. Let's Penske go. Penske San Diego. PenskeSanDiego.com. The Great Friends right. discount. So, fellas, um, this week, as we get to the end of this week, wasn't this a fun week in San Diego and around the Padres? You know, to have all of the world of Major League Baseball descend upon downtown San Diego where there are world-class hotels and restaurants and there's just this great convenience of the gas lamp. And then, hey, there's Petco Park where the Padres play. And that's what this is all about, baseball and bringing everybody in. It's so cool that the Padres were able to get Aaron Judge to fly into San Diego, to go visit the offices at Petco, to go discuss the possibilities, which obviously did not materialize. But just being in on the Trey Turner thing, But Trey Turner was going to the East Coast. That's what his wife wanted to do. That's where he was headed. He wanted to go closer to home. Padres didn't have much chance. The money wasn't really the issue when you're talking about that amount of money. Uh, When it came to Aaron Judge, he was probably always planning on going back to the Yankees, but at least you're in the conversation. And for those of us that had been trying to figure out what are the Padres doing here? Why are they going after a shortstop? when they have Tatis coming back, and then to have Mark Loretta on yesterday after the Xander Bogarts uh, signing, 11 years, nearly $300 million, where has all this money come from? Mark Loretta, the special assistant to the CEO of the Padres and the former great second baseman, comes on yesterday and goes, guys, Bogarts is your shortstop. you know, And the mm-hmm. way he hits and the way he hits for average, he's not coming here to hit 30 home runs. He's coming here to spray the ball all over, to lead off, to get on base, to score runs. I mean, the way Mark Loretta described what Xander Bogarts will bring to this lineup when there are other holes to fill and there is the need for more pitching, but the way Bogarts fills in it short, potentially and probably moves Kim to second, finally we get Cronenworth over at first and you've still got Tatis's bat and he moves out to the outfield with Soto I mean, the Padres in freaking December, dude, have people literally excited about where we will be in October of 2023. It was really a great week here in San Diego for the city to host and for the Padres to be active. Fellas, what a week for the Padres. What'd you think? I think it's so awesome that we're this year we're talking about the excitement of what this season can bring and how they're still not done as opposed to our star shortstop got in a motorcycle accident in the Dominican Republic. You know, that was what we were talking about a year ago. So that's good. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, man. When you really look at it into perspective, like the action all happened here in this city in downtown and dude, you got one of the game's best shortstops. And at the end of the day, I'll stop right there. The analysis of where, who, when, what that comes later right now, December, you got one of the game's best shortstops. And according to Chris Rose, you probably got one of the games. You, you've got four great shortstops on this team right now. So figure it out. But right now, excitement. Yeah. 
I know. Pretty crazy because if the Padres had just sort of limped to the finish line and they weren't in the postseason and they didn't have the money and they weren't involved in free agency, like we wouldn't be talking about the Padres right now. I'd be spending a, a lot more time on what happened last night with Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. I'd be spending a lot more time today on the Heisman Trophy, even though I, I do want to still get there. I'd spend a lot more time on completely different stories. Baseball would not be on my radar in December, even if the winter meetings happen in San Diego. Come on, let's be baseball real. Baseball would not be on be, my radar. You wouldn't come July. Baseball doesn't exist until March for you. I right, see if I disagree. July, I disagree. Baseball from, doesn't exist until uh, from July from to the from March to July. You watch baseball from July to February. You don't give a damn about baseball normally. Well, that's that's the it's way traditionally it's been. the way it's been. See, I disagree. Yeah. The winter meetings could have been anywhere. Mm -hmm. The Padres made news, so therefore you it was a newsworthy item, and so now it was talked about after yeah. the season that they had. The winter meetings could have been in in, in uh, North Dakota. The Padres would have got Xander Bogarts. It would have been the top line story here. Oh, no, I agree least. with that. I agree with that. So that's but, why. But that's why they're it, top. But it. having it here. But having it here in town, I think added fuel to the fire. Is all I'm saying. It made it more. It made it a little more interesting. Yeah. I mean, just having all these baseball people, you know, and I when I say baseball people, whether it's owners, general managers, players themselves, media that's very specific to baseball, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Having all of that descend upon San Diego, I thought was really cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you turned on the MLB network, you saw all their shows. You're like, hey, we're in San Diego for the winter meetings. Mm -hmm. And when there's all this excitement because the, the free agent offseason was going to be about Judge and Trey Turner. And then obviously we all found out about, you know, the, the, the Xander Bogart story. I mean, but, you know, the, the Jacob deGrom move this week. Uh, there just were so many big moves around baseball and all of that happened. All of that news was happening here in town. It was really good. It was a good week. Yeah. A yeah. fun week. Yeah. You, you, you guys even, you guys had so much fun this week. You guys even thought about like, maybe we should go to spring training this year. I do that. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Um, I, I, I went to spring training for the first time in 2001 and from 2001 till probably 2015, 16, I pretty much went every year and they would send us, the radio station back then would send us and we'd leave on like a Sunday and we'd broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we'd come back Friday night. And frankly, um, I always felt like I was wasting time. Mm -hmm. Like it just because, because back then they'd send me over there. And I would do a morning show at the time. I think we were on from six to nine, five to nine, six to 10, something like that. And then I had the whole day and I was like, I, I, my kids are doing stuff. And my, I was at the time I was married with my wife and it just always felt like a giant waste of time. Plus the Padres stunk yeah. and, and covering them was more because we had a contract with the organization than it was because they were exciting. Now with no relationship financially with the Padres. I would go to spring training this year just because I'm excited about the possibilities of next baseball yeah. season. One kid at home. <laughs> Times change, man. Well, that and also you don't have to go for a full week. You know, yeah. you go, go over on there on a Friday. Wednesday. You do on a Thursday, Friday. Yeah, something just like that. Do like, yeah, just do like one day there is more than enough. Yeah. I know a friend of mine yesterday contacted me and said, hey, I'm going to be in spring training in March. These are the dates, you know, do you think you want to come? And I'm like, yes, but not committing. 
Yeah. Also, the only time I've been to spring training was because you, when, when I started working with you, you were like, I am not going to spring training because the Padres were awful in 2013, 14. Like they were bad. Mm-hmm. And the one year we ended up going was the year, the first year I, or second year, excuse me, they got Will Myers. And that is when White Casa was born. And I was like, why yeah. do you hate spring training? We get great content from spring training. <laughs> and like it, it was a weird thing at the time. I don't think you got along with the PR staff. And, no, here, no, no, it wasn't the PR staff. Here's what happened in the old days the in the Trevor Hoffman, Brian Giles, Phil Nevin, Bruce Bochy. I mean, in those kinds of days, um, we had such a great relationship with not just the front office, but the players and the manager. And everything. We would do a broadcast from outside at the Peoria Sports Complex. We'd be out on the patio. And at commercial breaks, we were invited. We were we were part of the family. Yeah. We'd go in and use the bathroom. We walk into the cafeteria. We were eating with the players. It was we were welcomed. And I remember one time that guy Wayne Partello. I'll never forget. I, w- <laughs> I walked in to the dining hall, and Wayne Partello comes up. To, no, he didn't even have the guts to do it. He had like one of the underlings come up and go, "Excuse me, listen. Um, you can't come in here uh, to the dining hall. Uh, you're not you're not allowed in here." And I'm like, what do you mean? And this young lady, she's like, well, I, that's Wayne told me to tell you that you're not allowed in the dining hall. And I went, okay, so you guys realize that I've been coming to spring training for like the last 15 years. And I've come into this dining hall and sat with the owner, the Just general manager, the Scott. star pitcher. Right, right. And and yeah. Wayne was like, I don't, hey, you, you're not, you're not allowed to be near these guys. And, that, and that's what created, created a, a real separation between. Is that where it um, started? Yeah, well, I mean, it was Wayne already was just toxic. Swing. Wayne was just, he was just a toxic guy, you know, which is why they got rid of him, you know, because ultimately they realized that he was just, as their representative, he was he was Ron Fowler's bulldog. But when Ron Fowler was ousted by Peter Seidler, Peter Seidler was like, that guy got to go too. By the way, that messenger, I'm that kind of messenger. If someone tells me to go do something uncomfortable, I don't mm-hmm. pretend like it's me or I don't stand firm on a company line. I'm like, yeah, that dude told me to tell you. Sorry. Yeah, straight up. Like I, like, I don't care. Like, listen, I don't. I, my job is not to kick someone out of a dining hall. Like, yeah. I'm just going to tell you. I'm just going to tell you. you uh, it, Wayne told me to tell you to get the hell out. <laughs> some of the boss's job is doing boss work. And if he, if you're not supposed to be in there, it's his responsibility. Don't send an underling to do it. You go over there well, and say, hey, man, let me talk to you outside. Yeah, well, the thing was is, again, you know, he, he was brand new to the organization and he had this philosophy, you know, you can't be around our players, you can't talk to our players, you know, but then it was always funny when we would talk about stuff on the radio, he'd call me directly. And then I'd go to the general manager, the radio center, you call him and you tell him he can't talk to me. He had not talked to you. If I can't talk to the players, I got to go through him. They got to go through you. <laughs> anyway, whatever. That's ancient yeah, history. The ancient bottom history. line is, the bottom line is, is that yes, spring training now is something that I would be interested in going to. Because I'm excited about the future of the actual on-field product. Whereas before, it was a complete pain in my ass because I was like, these guys suck. They know they suck. We don't want to be here. Let's get out of here. And that goes kind of back to what Mark was saying yesterday. You invest in your product, people start buying into your product. That doesn't just include fans. That includes media coverage. That includes Mm -hmm. everything in this town. That includes sponsorships. by People want to be connected to the Padres right now because it's the cool thing to do. Well, as a matter of fact, you say that because uh, yesterday I texted with Mark Loretta after he was on the show. And I said, hey, ironically, I'm going to meet with this guy today. And Mm -hmm. he came back to me and said, well, ironically, we're meeting with that company because we're trying to put together a sponsorship deal. So you're right. I mean, big brands want to now be in bed with a winner 
with a with a team that is yeah. truly financially finally committed to winning. And I just I, where this whole thing started this afternoon was the Padres yet again made big national news. And Browner, to your point earlier in the week, they made national news by being in on Trey Turner, even if it wasn't mm-hmm. realistic to get him. They made news by talking to Judge, even if they didn't make a formal offer. And they made news by signing Xander Bogarts. They were, yet again, regardless of what the Texas Rangers did or what the Phillies did or the Mets or what the Dodgers haven't done, the Padres at the winter meetings, as the year comes to an end, were once again front and center nationally. I mean, they've made the most news. They made the most news at the All-Star break by getting uh, Juan Soto, or the trade deadline, I'm sorry. They made the most news at the end of the season by beating the Dodgers. Obviously, they didn't, they didn't win the World Series, but they made a huge noise by beating the Dodgers. And now you land Xander Bogarts in the offseason. It's working. Yep, front and center, man. The Amazing National League is a dance. The National League East is a gauntlet. The National League is a gauntlet. Like, that's the... When you look at what the Padres have to go through to get to the World Series, that's a bit daunting, but at least well, they're arming themselves enough to have a chance to do it. Right, and and they're they're spending the money that it takes to have the sort of players. Because truthfully, look, one through five, one through five in the order, you know, between Bogarts and Soto and Machado and Tatis and Cronenworth, that first five, you who who you can put it up literally for the first time I'm ever saying this. Even last year I didn't say this mm-hmm. for the first time ever. You could put those first five guys up against what the Dodgers have, what the Cardinals have, Mets, Phillies, Braves. You you could put that first five up against the Yankees, the Astros. I mean, pick your team that you think is like you know a really yeah. good championship contender going into Take next them. season. In either league, the Padres, at least through the first five, can can really say our first five is as good, if not better, than everybody else's in baseball. Mm-hmm. And if you Never get if you get second half of each of these guys, if you get Musgrove, Darvish, Snell, the way that they pitched at their peak last year, that's that top three is just as good. Not maybe not just as good, but you know, as good as, as a lot of contenders. It it may not be Scherzer Verlander, right? It may not be necessarily based on last year, Udias and Kershaw, at least the top two. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but as far as having three frontline starting pitchers, I actually think of it more as two and a half because I think it's, Darvish and Musgrove, and we'll see what happens with Snell. And they got to get another frontline pitcher. Yeah, got to. Yeah. So, and I don't look and like everybody says whether it's signing Lionel Messi or somebody else. I mean, the Padres just don't mess around. That meme, Kevin really Durant, don't. my next chapter, and it's the war. Yeah, He's wearing yeah. a Padres shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get them all. It's pretty good. Get them all. Hey, um, real quick, I just want to give everybody a quick heads up here. One more time. If you are thinking this weekend, open houses. I want to see what's out there. I'm contemplating. I'm not really sure. At least call Gary Cooper and let him have a chance to earn your business. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. Talk to a real estate professional. Why is now a great time? Prices are down a little bit. Yes, interest rates are up, but there are interesting and creative programs to help you buy down the interest rate in the earliest days. And then two years from now, when we're coming through this recession, you'll be able to, by the time the rates are going up, at least in your deal, 
you'll probably be able to refinance and, and, you know, get a lower deal because the rates will likely come down coming out of a recession. This is Gary's area of expertise, not mine, but talk to him. 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. All right, coming up, Heisman Trophy tomorrow. Want to get to that. Uh, Want to just kind of wrap up with this Baker Mayfield Hollywood story from just last night. And uh, the highlight of the day, all coming next. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios here on Kaplan & Crew. Great friends, Friday afternoon, Kaplan and Crew with Grande and the Brown Man on the radio airwaves of 1090, on the stream of YouTube, on television tonight, Channel 4 San Diego's our home base, part of the Cox Your View Network, and all the audio podcast platforms. So look, if this weekend you're catching up, I because I, I find that a lot. People will hit me up on the weekends on Twitter and they'll be like, yo, I was just listening to the show and I heard this and this and this, and I'm just catching up. So however you're listening, however you're watching, whenever you're listening and watching, we're glad you guys are here. And we are again in the Seven Mile Casino studio, sevenmilecasino.com. Hey, guys, um, final segment of the week. And just off the top of my head, a couple of stories that I know we did not touch this week. I just would love to just spend a minute or two on these stories. Here goes. You guys follow the story this week about Matt Ariza? And, yes, I um, did. All the everything being dropped. I'll tell you, ma'am. Um, anybody who doesn't know the story, I'll, I'll try and abbreviate it really quick. Matt Ariza was this great punter at San Diego state last year. He was first team all American. He was like, you know, the, he won the Heisman trophy of punters, whatever that's called the Ray guy award. I think, um, Matt Ariza was drafted by the Buffalo bills. Matt Ariza was, was awarded the job with the Buffalo bills. And then a young lady said that at 17 years old, she was at a party at San Diego state and that she and Matt Ariza had a sexual encounter outside the house. And then according to the claims, he then took her, she was, according to, the, again, the, the claim at the time, really, really wasted, took her, put her in a bedroom, and said to his, his teammates, have at it, have fun. I mean, that was the story that was out there. And it was the story that, frankly, uh, it got Matt Ariza cut by the Buffalo Bills, not picked up by anybody as the season has gone on. And I assume that someone will give the kid a chance. I mean, he's got all the talent but he had such a bad reputation based on this story only to have the entire thing dropped. The district attorney in San Diego says, we don't have enough evidence to go forward. And I saw a attorney on television the other day and they said, well, because there was one of the, the guys, Dan Plant from KUSI was trying to grill the attorney. He was, he was still going hard charging. And he was like, well, you know, as soon as he got done with her, he brought her inside and handed her off to his buddies and they treated her. And the attorney's like, uh-uh, time out. That is not what happened. And there's all this proof and all this evidence. Why do you suppose they're not going forward? Because that's not the story. That was her story. But there were lots of witnesses and there was lots of video and so on and so forth. And that's not what happened. So I feel really bad for the kid now because look, um, you know, take everything else aside, you know, what happened, who she is, how old she was, what she said her age was, take all that away. Now I kind of feel bad for the kid because he got his whole reputation just dragged through the mud and lost his job and maybe lost his pro football career. So, hey, um, that's that's just unfortunate. That's a real shame. Uh, by the way, for everybody. It, you know, if but, Sue, if you're him, you sue all sue, parties sue, involved. Sue for what, though? You don't know what – if these people don't have anything. Your repu what you could have had, they attempted to take away. Now, again, if it is shown that this young lady – falsified or did not tell the truth and caused him to lose his career. Like you said, 
He may never get a job in the NFL. I hope that's not true. If he's been proven innocent or the charges were dropped or whatever. If he is not ever allowed to play in the NFL, if he's never picked up because of these allegations, he now has had his entire life altered. A life that would have put him on easy street. But what I'm saying is, is that if you're an 18-year-old young lady, what are you going to sue her for? There has to be consequences to action. I know, but when, but when I know, but 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 John, but what are you going to get from her? Is what I'm saying. Find something. Sue on, whoever man, really? was involved in, in trying to take you down. But because we in our society, when our in our society, again, when a woman says that she's been raped, she should be listened to. She should be heard. The facts should be examined 100. percent But if it's found to be false, what's the penalty for that? When this know, young man's career, his life massively altered. Because no one will, you can't shake a rape charge, whether you were proven innocent or not. People don't follow the end of the story. They just know what you were accused of. Yeah. Well, I, again, I, I feel bad for the kid. I do. Me too. Because, because the way the story was being reported, and by the way, the way the attorney for the victim was going to the media right. and immediately utilizing the media to really, um, to, to, find him guilty before the facts were really out there or look, the district attorney decided not to go, uh, you know, try and go forward with this case. They said there wasn't enough evidence. There was no guilty verdict around the corner. So they dropped it. So they know a whole bunch of the details that we didn't know, but the attorney for the victim sold everybody on the story and the media loves sensationalism. Right. They loved all this juicy stuff. Yeah. It's, that's a bad one. That was a bad one from this week. I just think um, it's, I just think it's unfair when a, when a young man who has now been proven innocent will never be able to get his life back. You can't get your well, life back after that, man. He, he wasn't proven innocent. He was just and not I, guilty. Just, I guess not guilty like, is a better. He wasn't even not guilty. He was criminally. He was just, they, just, they just dropped the charges. You know. So if I were Matt Arise's agent right now, I'd be calling every NFL team there is, saying, "Hey, we told you this was a falsified story." And who's the victim now? So, you know, hey, I got a guy that can give you, uh, you know, an average of 50 yards a punt. You, you have interest in that? I, I hope for the kid. I hope he gets another chance. That's all, I do too. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, another story that I didn't really get to this week that I've been kind of keeping my eye on. How about Brittany Griner um, <clears throat> and a and a, a swap of, of um, uh, I don't even, I'm trying to think of her oh, status. Prisoners. But, Prisoners, thank you. How about that prisoner swap yesterday? Literally, with Brittany a swap. Griner. Yeah, it, it was like, weird. Did you it was see the like, picture, the video. Right, it was like right, it was like out of Game of Thrones or something. You know what I mean? Like we have your guy, you have our guy. We'll give it back. And literally, Brittany Griner is going one way, and the guy that we are returning, who apparently, according the to the reports, is like this major arms dealer. You know what? What is his nickname, Alex? Merchant of Death. Merchant of Death. We're getting back our basketball player who was ridiculously imprisoned in, in Russia over weed, which was all nonsense anyway. Right. And we're giving back a guy who was um, reputed to be a guy that was trying to sell arms to kill Americans. Also was going to get out of jail in like three years as well, by the way. And, there, and there's a guy that's in jail now that we want back. That we mm -hmm. haven't gotten back. And Russia's never, from what I understand, Russia's really never going to give that guy up. They're like, never they're, giving. He was a like spy. He's, he's like, never giving him up. He's like number one on like, if you want him, you 
I don't know what they want. You got to bomb Ukraine if you like, want this. Yeah. Politic politically, right. I got to join us. Politically, right. I don't. <laughs> right. I don't know enough politically about exchanging prisoners. I know that it's happened before, and mm -hmm. I, you know, I know people, especially on Twitter, want to treat it like it's a sports trade. You know, like, oh, we got no, we got fleeced. All I yeah. will say is that I am glad these, this American woman is home. You know, right. like, Me too. And I'll leave it at that because I don't. Right. I'm not smart enough or pretend to know enough about political and all this like inner. I I don't know enough to to be like this yeah. is they're, a terrible they're, deal. They're not letting that guy out. Period. And the the guy's family came out with a statement saying we are so thankful that Brittany Griner's home. Yes. Because it realistically the having someone come home that is actually going to come home was priority. They know that yeah. their family member is not coming home anytime Correct. soon. Right, right. And and listen, Brittany Griner was not really, really arrested and imprisoned for 10 months because she had some vape cartridges with her. No. I mean, Brittany Griner was arrested because all of this Ukraine stuff was happening. And it was their way of saying to us, you know, in a weird way, um, don't mess with us. Yeah, you know? she got she got uh, caught up and she got caught up. It was used as a political tool. Yeah, right. That's all exactly. She was. So yeah. I'm glad she's and home. If you're though, a female I, basketball player, like how do you go to Russia and play basketball? Like you, that no one's doing that. No, you right? should never go. You, you yeah. should never. Obviously, if never you're go an again. athlete, an American athlete, why would you go? Because the next no. person they take, you on your own. Well, <laughs> I don't know how that works. I, I I genuinely haven't even haven't even heard of exchanging prisoners before until this. Dude, I just I just read an article this week in the L.A. Times where the an expert in like Russian prison systems was explaining that Brittany Griner is going to have a very very rough life in this Russian prison. They explained like what time they're woken up, what they get to eat, what they're required to do in terms of labor during the day, et cetera, et cetera, and this was not going to be the glamorous life of making nice money playing pro basketball in the WNBA and, you know, being a celebrated American sports athlete and in her world, a star. And so um, I had just read that article this week that, man, this is going to be rough for Brittany Griner long-term. And then here we are, she gets exchanged. So this, uh, uh, she had to cut her dreads off because every time she showered, they would freeze. Oh my gosh. Really? She cut them off two weeks ago. Cause she like ever wow. literally would just make her, not hypothermic, but like she would be freezing because her hair was frozen. That's how cold wow. it was wherever she was at. So these are like stories that are top of mind for me that I, I never really got to. I'll give you another one. And this one's actually not sports stories, backwards. but not really. No, it's right. I know it's, it's world. It's real it's world stories, real world know? stories with sports characters. Right. I'll tell you a story tomorrow. That's kind of more real sports though, that I'll, I, I'm not saying like, I'm going to make my whole day around watching the Heisman Trophy. When I was younger, when I was a kid, when the Heisman Trophy was a completely different deal, I felt like I always wanted to know who the Heisman Trophy winner was. I wanted to see the presentation. I wanted to see the storylines. I wanted to see the, the speech, et cetera, et cetera. I will say I'm interested in the Heisman Trophy this year more so than I have been in years past because obviously we've all watched what happened here this year with Caleb Williams. And we had the front row seat of USC hiring a head coach that no, th what Mike Bone did by getting Lincoln Riley was very, very comparable to what AJ Preller did to get Bob Melvin. They went out and hired somebody that nobody knew was even available. Mm -hmm. And then to hit the transfer portal the way they did to get the quarterback that was with Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma to watch him this year, play the way he did position USC to number four in the playoff poll prior to that, that loss against Utah, the second loss of the year. And 
Caleb Williams getting hurt. The bottom line is, if you're a college football fan, especially here, you had a chance to watch this whole thing go down. You know, well, I, I, I only went to one USC game this year, but I watch, I feel like I watched pretty much every game they played in this year. Yeah, me too. And, and someone like the, I think it's not just, he literally carried this team offensively. Like he did, like the, he has, I'm not calling him Mahomes, but what he did with USC was very Mahomes like the way he extends plays, rushes for first downs, just the incredible throws he made this year. Mm-hmm. It's Mahomes like what he did at USC. Dude, it, he's, he's, he's two years removed from high school and he's 20 years old. Yeah. Like I'm blown away by his athleticism. Look, what, look at what happened against Utah the moment he was lingered by injury, right? Hampered by injury. Like they just yep. fell apart offensively. Mm-hmm. And they probably, if they look back on it now, they probably should have gone to their backup quarterback. Yep. Yep. Because again, seventy percent of Caleb Williams versus a hundred percent of whoever, whatever All American is sitting in the next seat. Yeah. But here, it just just go, you you took that off the screen. But just put it back up for one quick second. Here yeah. are the finalists. For the Heisman Trophy, you got the quarterback from Georgia, this kid Stetson Bennett. Should not the win quarter, it. The quarterback from TCU, Max Duggan. He's apparently a really interesting story because this is with their stats. Okay, but Duggan is a guy who started the season as the backup and then led TCU to an undefeated season until they lost to Kansas State in their conference championship game. Um, C.J. Stroud uh, had another great year, and Caleb Williams. So last night, Caleb Williams won the Maxwell and Walter Camp Award, but somehow Duggan won quarterback of the year. So this is the only the only person that I would really be beside myself if they won would be Bennett. The other three kids have done a great job. Bennett is like Mac Jones, right? Yes. Yes. Bennett gives off strong Mac Jones vibes. Yes. He'll be serviceable in the NFL, but really like he's just surrounded by so much talent. in Georgia, like how good is he? Right. Yeah. yeah. But this, but, but Caleb Williams, again, just looking at his own numbers, Alex, I know you got the slide that you can put yes. up with, with just him 4,000 plus yards passing 37 touchdowns compared to only four interceptions guy ran for 372 yards, which doesn't sound like a lot, but he also scored 10 touchdowns on the ground and he's the odds on favorite to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty much foregone because again if you took a look in all four of the finalists or quarterbacks when you really look at the numbers um he has so many more yards passing than everybody else and even though cj stroud at ohio state has the same number of of touchdowns and he only has two more interceptions because he also had a great year he did not have any rushing touchdowns cj stroud versus caleb williams who had 10 so you just look at the numbers alone and that's probably what most of these Heisman voters will be looking at. Mm-hmm. This should be a slam. I mean, also when you have your moments, like Caleb had those moments against uh, UCLA, and I think pretty much he locked he locked up the Heisman with the incredible game he had against Notre Dame. Everybody was like, mm-hmm. "Well, that this is his Heisman game." He was so yep. good against Notre Dame. Yep. That yeah, I think Duggan had his chance if he would have beat Kansas State. He would have had to stay. Duggan had to stay undefeated. Yeah, I think if their- Duggan if Duggan would have beaten Kansas State and had a crazy game the way Caleb did against Notre Dame. I think there's an argument, but he just didn't, and he right. lost that game. I know Caleb did too, but I feel like Caleb had his Heisman moments, and that's his Heisman Trophy was locked up yeah. before before that Pac-12 championship game, mm-hmm. yeah. and the numbers I- are overwhelming. Hey, uh, Alex, before we get out of here, can we do a highlight of the day? Because I think this will get me back to the Baker Mayfield thing because we haven't really shown the video of what happened last night. Let's get sure. to the highlight. All right, let's get to it. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high? I'm just really 
Hi. The promo code for the month of December is holidays. H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E. All lower caps. Spend 75 bucks at Tory California Holistics. Get 20% off your purchase with the promo code holidays. Holiday. Yep, Tory Holistics in Serrano Valley. I was there yesterday afternoon visiting with the entire team. And then uh, California Holistics is down in Chula Vista. And it's like I tell you all the time, man. If you have somebody in your life that loves cannabis products, could be for sleep, could be for pain management, could be for recreation. There's a lot of great places around town where you can buy stuff. But Tory Holistics and California Holistics are our partners. So we ask great friends to support our, our partners, number one. And number two, they give you a great incentive, 20% savings when you use our promo code HOLIDAYS. All right, Alex, let's, uh, let's get to today's highlight of the day, man. Baker Mayfield. Well, first of all, let's do this. This is his timeline of the week. Amazon put this up. Uh, on Monday, he was waived by the Panthers. Here's the interesting part, Scott. He booked his flight to L.A. before the Rams ever claimed him. I saw him say that in the yeah. post game. I saw that. So he landed at LAX at 7.15 a.m. on Tuesday morning. He was claimed at 1 p.m. by the Rams. So he took the chance saying, I think the Rams are going to claim yeah, me. I'm sure he, he talked to Sean. I'm sure, well, that or you know, his agent spoke right. to Les Snead. Hey, we're going to put in a claim for him. And so, you know... Him saying he flew himself out here, it, it, it's a great story. I'm not 100% sure that it was just purely chance but like that, but okay. Good. For the movie, right. it's going to be good. And then yeah. uh, practices once at 9 a.m. on Wednesday. He said he got a total of 20 throws in with the receivers. He didn't start the game. Wolford started the right. game. Baker comes mm -hmm. in the second drive of the game and, on, and then finished it off with this fourth quarter comeback. Second and 10, Mayfield. To the end zone to Jefferson. Is that possible? Touchdown. <laughs> this is impossible. Al Michaels, there was there was almost a because it's it's not as big as do you believe in miracles? Right. But but there was that moment where he was like, Is is this possible? Yeah. No way, man. Yeah. And then Baker after the game. Let's let's hear what uh, what Baker said after the game. Um, I don't know if you can write it any better than that. Obviously, we'd like to be a little bit more stress free, but um, it's, it's a pretty damn good story. I'll be honest with you. So it's uh, it's special. Yeah, special it is a good story. Yeah, and then and then the whole point about you know you you mentioned it. He told the uh, the crew from the uh, Amazon Prime crew, their desk team. Mm -hmm. You know, Tony Gonzalez and Andrew Whitworth and Richard Sherman. And I'm Fitz trying Patrick. to think who, uh, oh yeah, Fitzmagic was there. And what's the young lady's name who, who is the host? Is it Carissa, Carissa Thompson? Yeah. She's so hot, man. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, she's so professional and she's so good. She's such an amazing broadcaster. Um, but Baker Mayfield was on the set afterwards and, um, he did tell that story of buying the plane ticket and flying out to LA unknowingly. Oh. Can we hear that? I would love to, but. Would you I rather would live in Carolina? In, in Los Angeles, as soon as uh, Carolina let you go, was this one of the potential teams that said, you know what, that's probably a good spot for me? I took a gamble. I booked the flight uh, before the waiver wire went through. <laughs> okay. I love it. Uh, Shoot, okay, your I got, I got Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. That's also why he ended up in Carolina, that attitude right there. It, either it works for you or it doesn't. So – you know, great night for him last night. It was an amazing story. He deserves all the credit. But talk like that is what uh, it got him in Carolina. I agree with you, but I also the rehabilitation of his image has begun. His first oh, yeah. drive, he led the Rams to a field goal. And he literally was on the middle of the field, high fiving every single person 
right. that, that was part of the field goal unit. Mm-hmm, he headbutted mm-hmm. a dude without his helmet on after the game. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. was like the best friends with everybody. He led like the group in the locker room, like the rehabilitation of his image, which we all talked about and agreed. Oh, that's man. what's going to be more important. That I agree with you, Browner. That attitude is what got him to where he's at. Mm-hmm. But Good and bad. Good and bad. I mean, he was the number one pick. So it got him there. With the same energy, he was the same, same energy. He was the, with the same energy. He was the number one pick. So at least yep. he's consistent. Yep. Hey, listen. Uh, time for us to rock out of here. And if you're a radio listener, like, bleep 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 last night with that game. <laughs> if you are a uh, if you're a radio listener on 1090, we're about to hand off to Ryan Dyrud in the LA Football Network, and these guys are going to talk about that Rams game. They're going to be talking about the Raiders and what a disaster they are after last night. Uh, the Chargers coming up this this upcoming weekend against Miami on Sunday Night Football. Uh, they'll be talking about USC and Caleb Williams because, um, listen, that's what they do. They're a pure football show. L.A. Football Network is coming up next on 1090. For everybody else, we'll have a separate finish for you on YouTube and audio podcast. But, fellas, what another great week as we are headed towards the end of 2022. We've got uh, two next week. Two more, wait, wait, two more weeks of radio, and then we're, then we're off, huh? Mm-hmm. Two more weeks till we get is to our the, last the end of the year. Twenty second is a Friday. Is that right? It's Thursday. We're not on twenty third. You've been gotta, pushing on. I that. gotta leave. I gotta leave. I mean, you guys can do it, but I gotta go. No, I hear you, dog. I hear you. All right. Um. Hey, great week, Browner. Thank you so much. Yes, Phenomenal week, Alex, as usual. And for all the great friends out there, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. So from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, we'll see you on Monday. Peace out, radio listeners. All right. Got to Got to go, man. Got to rock out. I got a crazy ass weekend, dude. They get out of here. They get out. Go. Get out. Got to go. Got to go. All right. Hey, um, have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure you take all your vitamins. Okay. Because there's all, 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 well, because everybody, (laughs) all everybody's talking about is COVID again and, you know, stress on emergency rooms and just be careful out there. Take your vitamins. You got to wear a mask indoors in LA. Is that a thing? I don't think so. I don't. Are you sure? You might want to check. You might want to check check that. I don't know. Google. All right. Listen. We got to go. We got to get out of here. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Peace out. Vitamins.